So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the wrap-up edition of the Barbecue Central Show. I am your program host, Greg Rempe. We are broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. Happy to have you on this inaugural wrap-up show. This is going to be a show that probably won't ever happen again. More checking mic levels than anything else, because I was shooting a little bit high last night from what I understand. So, A, I want to get that addressed. B, we can just talk a little bit about how it went yesterday for the show. A lot of things happened, lots to get to. If you want to jump in, if you listen to the show and you want to give me your take on how it went down, you can do so by dialing 877-448-0433. You can also email the show, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Uh, sitting over just to the left of me, the uh, wrap-up show producer, Maddie Rempe, joining me here. So, a few, a lot of things happened last night. I think we can all agree on that. But first, let me go over some things that I didn't get to in uh, in, in the well. Uh, we did survey Tuesday questions. We talked about competition briskets. Do you like wagyu? Do you like prime? Do you like choice? We also talked about chicken. Uh, do you remove the skin altogether and then reattach it after the fact? Or do you uh, take it all off, or uh, do you just kind of lay it over like a piece of loose-leaf paper and then scrape off the fat, do whatever type of prep work you're going to be doing, and then put it back on, but not taking it off altogether? Now, the majority of people said that they're using a prime or choice briskets, at least during the live chat on the show. And a lot of the people said that they are removing the skin altogether and then reattaching it after the fact. And then we did a question number three, which which was your favorite softball cheer? And uh, there wasn't a lot of people that decided to jump in on that particular one. I gave you mine. Producer Bobby gave you hers. And Patrick Paquette, basic Patrick of the show, also weighed in on one that he had made up uh, all by his lonesome from a very poignant Facebook post that he saw uh, on my page where my oldest took the head off of a lawn ornament deer with her softball. These are things that happen when you live in Euclid, Ohio. What can I tell you? Now, we also briefly hit on the update between me and Chad Ward. We have a wager going right now where if True Bud Barbecue finishes ahead of Barbecue and Team of the Year for KCBS, Chad will have to shave his head and also all of his facial hair. I don't know how attached he is to the hair on his head, per se, but he does make it very clear to me that the facial hair is something that he is really not looking to give up anytime soon, so he was feeling very confident with his bet. Of course, if I lose that bet, if Bubba Q finishes ahead of True Bud, I have to shave my head, and a lot of people aren't interested in that, especially around here in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city. So currently, 
If we go ahead over to the uh, KCBS website, look up Team of the Year standings, I am showing that Tippy Canoe Barbecue was in first place, True Bud Barbecue in second. And then if we view even more standings, uh, we find that, where is he at? Bubba Q is in 14th place. So, uh, I, I'm sorry, am I talking? Am I talking? Okay, beat it. Thank you. Did you have to interrupt the show for that? I've never denied you people food ever. Thank you. Jeez, that's the sound effects for crying out loud. Anyway, as I was saying, as we get back on task, TrueBud is in second place. Twelve spots away is Barbecue. I don't want to say it's an insurmountable lead by any stretch of the imagination, but look, it's a very big gap right now. This isn't March. We're already through uh, all of June, pretty much. We have one more competition weekend coming up uh, this Saturday, which we'll find a lot of events taking place. But if there was going to be a jump for barbecue to get ahead of TrueBud, these moves have to be starting to be made sooner than later if Chad figures on keeping any of his hair on his head or on his face, which I know he's very fond of. So there you go. And your top ten for KCBS Team of the Year, Tippy Canoe, TrueBud Barbecue, Little Pig Town, Slap Yo Daddy Barbecue, Swiggin' Pig, Q-Ow, Pigskin Barbecue, Big T's Q-Crew, Lotta Bull Barbecue, Two Old Men, and a Grill. That's your top ten for KCBS Team of the Year right now. Uh, we did touch a little bit on the lady that died in Northampton, Massachusetts. I guess by falling into a barbecue pit, there is no... Foul play, or I guess it's not under necessarily suspicious terms. The husband called firefighters when he looked out the window of their home, saw his wife's clothes on fire, and he sustained minor burns trying to assist as the fire pit was active at the time. It's kind of unfortunate. And then we also talked about... What? What did you say? Well, he said something. Why are people interrupting me when I'm right in the middle of my flow? Then we talked about the gentleman who shot his father because he didn't want a barbecue. Got home, was tired. I wasn't privy to the exact conversation, of course. But I'm imagining it was something like, hey, son, we're going to barbecue. Please help out. And he said, uh, no, I don't want to. And words were exchanged. And then gunshots were exchanged. Uh-oh. If you missed the story, it went something a little bit like this. A man who refused to help his son barbecue Thursday night was shot dead after a scuffle erupted between the two. A family friend says Daniel Goodwin, 41, was found dead in a bedroom of his apartment at the 3700 block of East Commerce Street about 7 p.m., according to an incident report. His son, Darius Goodwin, was arrested on murder charges of the victim's friend, Jose Garcia. So Daniel Goodwin had just come home from work at a nearby recycling plant and was too tired to barbecue. The father and son got into a scuffle outside before the son went inside and reached for a gun, shooting his father. Daniel Goodwin's daughter, Danielle Walker, 
told police she tried to separate the men as they began fighting, but she watched as her father was shot. Yikes. I can't imagine, under any circumstance, circumstance, nice English, circumstance, it's going to be great for anybody to watch their father get shot. Especially when you're arguing over helping out with the barbecue. We couldn't get past that, guys. You know, typically, I am not here to disseminate information on a personal level. But I can't imagine that deciding to kill your father when he helped you or when he asked you to help out with a barbecue was probably the best course of action. Perhaps walking away would have been good, making yourself a stiff drink, calling somebody on the telephone, maybe even calling the police and saying, my dad is trying to make me barbecue when I don't want to. We're talking about grown people here. This guy was 41 years old. He shot his father dead. you got to be kidding me. You know, I don't seem to have a innate thing. I'm missing a word here, but I don't seem to have the chemical makeup that allows me to think of doing illegal things and uh, having that sound like a great idea. Uh, I can't imagine that if I had come home, it sounds like this guy's still living at home at 41 years old, that if my dad asked me to help out, I would probably oblige. I don't think, A, I would get into a scuffle that would then escalate into me having to make the decision to go get a gun and shoot him because I didn't want to barbecue. And quite frankly, as I said last night, it's not really given the barbecue world a great name by any stretch of the imagination. So really, let's calm down a little bit. Let's not reach for the gun unless people are in serious ways of harm and bodily injury. Let's all get along. Let's barbecue to work it out. Instead of hug it out, let's barbecue it out. Why not? I don't want to go to jail. Bad things happen in jail, people. I'm not even going to talk about it. Uh Uh-oh. As far as guests were concerned last night, actually, let's try this real quick. Maddie, go ahead and uh, get me to break. There you go. Hi, this is Bobby oh, there's Bobby Rempe right there. Ohio, when she was just a, a wee baby. Uh, now hit play again. I'm sorry. I didn't think that was coming. There you go. Uh, folks, you know, the show is made possible each and every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time by uh, a number of sponsors. Those being Stephen DeFranco, Jewelers here in Willoughby, Ohio, Butcher Barbecue, Fred Bernardo at Tasty Lake's Barbecue Supply, The Barbecue Guru, The Barbecue Institute, and Butcher's Barbecue. People are always asking me, how can I support the show? Frequent the sponsors. If you have a need for something that's barbecue and grilling related, chances are they are going to at least have an option for you to consider. So, you know, I'm not asking for money. I provide the show free of service. Well, that is currently under debate. You can have me on camera if you want while I'm talking. It's fine. I don't mind. But if you're looking for something, cookers, uh, rubs, thermometers, accoutrements, whatever the case may be. Look at the sponsors first. Go to the website, thebbqcentralshow.com. Scroll down to the bottom right 
and look at all the sponsors' badges, and then click over from there, review what they have potentially for your consideration. And then if it feels good, it looks good, you want to help out the show, go ahead. Let them supply you with barbecue stuff that you would normally get and uh, help everybody out while you're doing it. A couple uh, websites I want to give out right now. Tasty Lakes Barbecue Supply. They have everything under the sun. TastyLakesBBQSupply.com. Also, might I recommend uh, the good folks over at the Barbecue Guru, uh, makers of automatic temperature control devices. TheBBQGuru.com. Fred's is TastyLakesBBQ.com. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the guests that we had on last night, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, stick around. We'll be right back. Seven seven four four eight zero four three three to get on the air. Now here's your host, Greg Rampey. Right, welcome back to the first edition of the Barbecue Central Radio Show Wrap Up Show. Wrap Up Show. Thank you. If you want to weigh in on the show from last night? Eight seven seven four four eight zero four three three. You can also email the show. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. I had four guests last night that were pretty much spectacular, as always. I ran into a significant amount of trouble with my first guest, Sam Zion. He's also Sam the Cooking Guy. He hosts a internet show of his own. It's part talk show, part cooking show. Typically runs about an hour or so, give or take. You can find it at thesamlivecast.com. And I couldn't get him on Skype. And here's the problem. And I'm trying to incorporate more and more like helpers to the show. But you know we're relegated to what's happening on the Internet. So if, if something is wrong with the Internet, if something's wrong with a program, it's not like we have the ability to go something that's like pre-canned and then do a bunch of technical support while you can't see it, uh, while you're being enthralled by some type of pre-recorded whatever. You give it a shot, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't, and then you just have to try and make better plans the next time, which is basically what happened. Now, we did get some review from Sam on a, a sandwich that he had made on Monday night on his show that we talked about from Cabo that involved chorizo and cheese and guacamole. Uh, he used a ciabatta bread, I guess, instead of a, I think it was called a torta or a torte or something like that. But I highly recommend – no, not tortilla, but it sounded something similar to that. Now, you can find him again at thesamlivecast.com. And again, he is Monday, Wednesday, Thursday live, although he's not going to be live for the rest of this week. Six Pacific, nine Eastern time. That's when I watch him, nine Eastern time. It's a great show. I love it. It's one of my favorite uh, online internet shows ever. Online internet. That's redundant. My next guest last night was Scott and Becky Holmes from Little Miss Barbecue, and their daughter Vivian also joined us. It was like seven weeks old, so she didn't really have a lot to say 
you know, given the fact she can't talk yet. <laughs> Thank you, man. So we talked a little bit about the history, how they got into it. It's a husband and wife team. Uh, there are, you know, a decent handful of husband and wife teams that I actually haven't been able to interview yet. Uh, I've interviewed a portion of the team, but never a- as a whole. So it's a little bit refreshing for me to see the wife get in on the mix. Uh, they both sat down and talked very openly about the history of how they got into it, uh, how they use rubs and sauces, well, what they're cooking on, how Becky actually took part in the buying process of that uh, FEC 100 that they have, uh, how she's interested in a jambo pit, and as Scott alluded to, not a lot of wives out there saying that they would like their husbands to go get a jambo pit, but obviously she's uh, one of the few and far between, so... Scott, you got a good one right there. Uh, but enjoyed the conversation thoroughly, and they're doing a lot of great winning on the competition circuit right now as well. So uh, they were going to be out, I believe it was like in a week or two or something like that. I forget. My apologies. There was no website that I saw, but like anything these days, it's on Facebook. So if you go to Facebook or you have a Facebook account, uh, just look up Little Miss Barbecue. Uh, like their page, you can become a fan. Uh, or you can like the page or however that works these days and kind of keep up with them uh, in regards to that. They do take a lot of pictures. They post pictures on their Facebook page to keep you updated. Uh, in the second hour, we joined a first-timer to the show, Mitch Benjamin. And uh, Mitch talked about his sauce, Meat Mitch, which is the brand, and uh, how successful that was going. He's also newly in the rub game as well. He just had a pallet show up. Uh, I don't know if he keeps it off-site or if it's like a house thing or whatever. But he now has rub to sell as well. So the best way to figure out the sauce, which he's got two versions. He's got the Womp sauce, which as we learned last night is just like a saying that they use amongst their buddies. Womp. Yo, I just owned you. Womp. You know, something like that. Um, thank you. And the Naked sauce, which is gluten-free has no high fructose corn syrup, makes it a little bit more healthier. This allowed them to get into like the, the Whole Foods chain of uh, stores as well. And he's been experiencing a lot of success. He throws a huge party at the American Royal every year. They were down in Memphis in May. They've won sauce championships and sauce contests at these places too. And he is going to be, I think he was like the unofficial barbecue ambassador of the All-Star Game coming up uh, next week. And he's going to be cooking for all these people for like a three-day span. So... Uh, very interesting to hear about that. Plus, you know, during the day, he's the tailor-made golf rep. So great day job, great side gig, knows a lot of uh, or has at least met a lot of celebrities and uh, sports figures, which I guess can go hand in hand. So enjoyed that conversation. I would look to have Mitch on again at some point as well because I think he's got a lot of information, a lot of insight to this industry. And then we closed it out. A friend of the show, a longtime friend, somebody who I uh, truly appreciate and adore, Danielle Domofsky from DivaQ. We talked about her uh, just recent competition that she took part in in Hamburg, New York. And then we also talked about her time on Pitmasters Season 3. And we do have some breaking news here. Somebody give me a little drum roll. In regards to Pitmasters, cue on the air horn here in just a second. Destination America has a recipe for rating success. Another season of Barbecue Pitmasters. Yes, another season of Barbecue Pitmasters. Airhorn. Oh, uh, uh, what does it say? Cheer. Sorry. 
This is dated today, Silver Springs, Maryland, June 27th. Uh, the secret in the sauce, or the secrets in the sauce, on the heels of unprecedented ratings success for Barbecue Pitmasters, Destination America greenlights another season of Barbecue Bliss since the network's debut on Memorial Day on what's on what was. My screen is too small. On what was formerly Planet Green, Barbecue Pitmasters has helped drive record-setting nights in June. Barbecue Pitmasters is Destination America's number one original series ever among all key demos. P, I don't know what, PWM, 25 to 54, uh, something women and men. P, I don't know what P. Uh, P, 18 to 49, HH, and P2 plus delivery. Additionally, the 9 to 10 PM time slot has fueled the success of the network, launching Destination America to rank 21st on Sunday nights among all ad-supported cable from uh, men 24 to 54, 25 to 54 delivery, beating networks such as uh, Travel. I don't know what ADSM is. I don't know what uh, uh, Nat Geo, G4H2, VH1, CMT, uh, the BBC, Biography, NBC Sports, and uh, NGWD, whatever that is. This is the third season of the popular barbecue competition series, whose first two seasons aired on the sister TLC. And its first season airing on the original program of Destination America, the series pit America's best hardcore barbecue grillers against each other each week, and their cured creations are blind judged by three professionals, including series veteran Byron Mixon. Each week, winners are earning a place in the winner-take-all finale, which will air Sunday, July 1st, where the coveted prize of fifty grand a spot in the first annual Kingsford Invitational, and the ultimate title of Barbecue Pitmasters Grand Champion is on the line. Uh, the cook-off finale of Barbecue Pitmasters airs on Sunday, July 1st from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern, following an all-day marathon beginning at 11 a.m. on Destination America. What's the biggest problem? My TV people don't carry the show. So an all-day marathon does me no good. You can drop the hammer on that one, actually. Forget laughing. Hit the ham. Get that big stuff out of here. When you just uh, when talking about barbecue pitmasters, when you discover a recipe as successful as barbecue pitmasters, as successful, Marcus has had to fight, claw, and scrape to get it on three seasons in a row. You keep on cooking for another season," said Mark Etkind, senior vice president of content strategy for Destination America. We're excited to get on the board so early in the game as we establish ourselves as the home for Americana Americana content and happy to give fans more access into the niche world of burgeoning barbecue circuit. To learn more about Barbecue Pitmasters or to find Destination America on your cable provider, which you can't for me with the 200 package on AT&T, you can go to DestinationAmerica.com. Pitmasters produced for Destination America by Original Media. For Original Media, Jay Peterson, Charlie Corwin, and John Marcus... Our executive producers for Destination America, Ron Simon and Faye Yu, our executive producers, Sarah Kozak, Senior VP of Production, Mark Etkind, a Senior Vice President of Content Strategy, and Henry Schliff is President and General Manager. So there you go. Already, no wondering, no is it up for debate, no last-minute notice. It has already been green-lighted for another season. Now, of course, you know, one of the biggest concerns about this season's Barbecue Pitmasters is the fact that 
There didn't seem to be, or at least there was a groundswell of feedback saying that there wasn't enough time for teams to apply. Uh, it was a very short window. People don't have the video and or software technology in order to make a video audition happen. What are people looking for in auditions? So hopefully with a season four or the new season, uh, we'll see a format continues to hold true because by all accounts it seems to be the most popular portion or the most popular season that Pitmaster has ever had since season one, holding season one, which is by far and away the most popular iteration of that show. And uh, we'll see what teams get on this time. I will get in touch with John Marcus and see exactly what he knows and how much he's allowed to tell me. But congratulations to Barbecue Pitmasters uh, and, and all that good stuff. So I kind of got away from it. We were talking with Daniel Domofsky of DivaQ last night. Uh, we addressed some uh, things. You know, She didn't necessarily take issue with uh, the things that Meathead Goldwyn had wrote about in his Huffington Post car, uh, article. Uh, I did, I guess, and I, I will, I'll, of course, bring that up to Meathead specifically when we talk in a couple weeks' time. But you said, look, you're putting yourself out there. You know who you are. My family knows who I am. That's really what's most important, uh, and that's really all I care about. So uh, and always enjoy talking with Danielle, and she's got a busy couple weeks ahead. All right, uh, Maddie, one more break, and then we'll go ahead and uh, wrap the first show up, the first wrap-up show. Just go ahead and click. Oh, good. I, I Actually, I did that right. Good. No need for wrap-up. We're going to wrap it up right now. Uh, thanks for joining me for the first wrap-up show. We'll have to come up with a name, see if I have something I will actually do. Everything sounds okay in my ears, but when I go back and review level-wise, we'll see how that works out. Uh, do you like the new set? Do you like the fact I've added somebody? Do you want to hear something? Whatever. I'm always open for input, suggestions, comments, negative or positive. I'm a big boy. I can take it. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com's email address. You can also leave a message on the hotline voicemail if you want to, 877-448-0433. Uh, coming up next Tuesday on the show, we have uh, Andy Husbands, and we also have Mark Graham from Fahrenheit Technology. That's the company that makes Gorilla. So hopefully I'll see you next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, thanks for joining me here tonight. Have a great rest of your week. And we'll talk at you Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So long, everybody.